last week on Discount Heroes. I go and fly down the back of the guy's shirt. Just stabbing away. <laughs> yeah. I'm a slither of that guy's pant leg. <laughs> if he's in the shirt, I'm getting in the pants. Oh my god. <laughs> they just start bolting down one of the hallways. I'm gonna grab the wand and shoot it at the door. The doorway crumbles and explodes outward. You see a crab standing triumphant. You spot about a half dozen people rounding the corner. Three of them wielding wands. You see that the magic twists and curves and enters the amulets around their necks. You guys all scramble like little squirrel monsters up the rubble. There's an intensely bright light emerging from some kind of some kind of artifice in the center of the room. So you enter the room, and as soon as the light hits you of this thing, you have forgotten the last eight hours. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's a snake! With every step, you remember a little bit more of what just happened. In the tunnels beneath Alcaster Isle, you know, there are various challenges that they create for students to go through. I think it's my time to shine. And uh, congratulations, you've been granted the rights of a level 8 wizard. And you see something in the middle of this room. It's a figure lightly floating in the air, horizontally. I'm trying to sleep, damn it! done it again my brilliant plan has doomed us all dang First off, guys, I want to apologize for something. Oh, this was not good last time he did this. <sighs> I uh, I didn't have a chance to do my hair before the game, so it's kind of messy. Uh, uh, I thought you were going to read our MySpace shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'll just turn off my mic. Brett, <laughs> turn your camera back on. No, this is nice. I like the little orange circle. Yeah, it's like the moon. I do like the pretty circle. Yeah, anything could be in that box. It could even be me. It could even be you. I doubt it's Brent, though. Schrodinger's DM. I'll take the mystery DM. Yeah. All right. So, welcome to Discount Heroes. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Turn your camera back on if you're going to do good jokes. Oh. Jesus. Oh, what? <laughs> Where questionable results are always guaranteed. <laughs> mm. This guy. <laughs> yeah, don't laugh, bro. Do it. <laughs> all our listeners will really enjoy mouth chewing noises. <laughs> ASMR, baby. We're a chaotic character. 
story driven wait we're a chaotic role playing character driven real play podcast (laughs) (laughs) you guys should say what I'm doing no let's just leave no everybody knows what you're doing Nah, nobody say it. Let's <laughs> just leave it. We're a group of five friends who've all known each other for 15 plus years. <laughs> I've never seen someone just eat a raw potato like that. We've played, co- <laughs> we've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name's Brent. I'm the DM. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? Oh, this is Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tyler, and I'm playing a deer, and I really wish I had an apple. Bye, Aaron. This is Jared playing the part of Thrasher, the Oh, my God. And this is Matt, and I hate apples. <laughs> I can't believe this is starting out like this. <laughs> I just want to see Brent do this the entire episode and eat a whole bushel of apples. <laughs> clocks on, clocks on. Mm. A bushel is 12 apples. There's no way that's right. Mm. But if it is, I get the point because he stole my buzz. Brent, uh,. When did you decide that eating an apple into the mic would be funny? No, you can. No, I'm gonna answer. You can tell he's been waiting for this moment all day long. Since we turned on our cameras, he's had an apple underneath that camera, just fucking waiting. Well, I know, but I'm saying, at what point since our last recording did you think of that? Yesterday. Yesterday. There he is. Okay. Yeah. I was eating an apple. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I will tell you this. It was very funny. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Next time I'm going to show up with a whole plate of nachos. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, he was on his lunch break, sitting under an apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. What, Brent? Now you're ready? Now I'm ready. My mouth is wet. I got some quick sugar out of it. Quick sugar. That's right. Oh, is that a band name? Yep. It is now. There you go. Did you put cow in a crop top on there? I don't think I did, but I really need to. <laughs> Alright, let's go with a quick one this week. I'm pretty sure everyone should have a very easy time with this one. What is an embarrassing thing that happened to you in your childhood that you don't mind sharing? What the fuck is wrong with you? Um. <laughs> so Matt, not that thing with your uncle, because you, you gotta not <laughs> mind sharing. Mm-hmm. I was gonna do my uncle thing. His uncle didn't mind sharing. (laughs) Are we a bunch of shameless bros right here? (laughs) Mostly. (laughs) I have no shame at all. (laughs) Something embarrassing that happened to me. I don't know. Mm. I have a boss at work who's like a real like man's man hunter and everything. And I told him the other day that I was on a D&D podcast. Ooh, rough. Yeah. Wow. And then I had to explain what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the worst. I think all of our answers could probably be telling somebody about our TNT podcast, couldn't it? I always say improv comedy role-playing podcast. It's like, you know, Rick, it's where I go home and pretend to be a yeah. half-goat bro. 
Oh, I got one. Uh, one time we were playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and we were playing a horse, and my aunt walks in, and we're maybe like 12. Oh, this is a good one. And we'd only got three letters so far. Tyra's like, hey, call, call her. Call her that. I was like, Aunt Ruthie, you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got spanked really, really, really badly. <laughs> Remember that one time I lied to Uncle David and said that you called Aunt Anna a whore and he came and yelled at us? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yelled at me mostly. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Every time I think about an embarrassing story, someone's already told it for me. Like I fell on a toilet and broke it and <laughs> fell down the stairs and I punched a window out trying to open it. Didn't you fall down the stairs twice, though? Probably. I only remember one. I think you broke it the bottom of the door and then you like knocked it off its hinges a little bit. No, I never took it off the hinges, but I went fully through the door. Yeah, but that wasn't embarrassing. That was more impressive. That's not embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, what's your most impressive thing you did as a child then? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so many things we don't have time for that I won an art contest when I was like nine for what must have been drunk judges <laughs> yeah what was the art because I've seen your art recently it's bad it was an out of this world contest and I drew a goat on skis being pulled by a spaceship through space wow very literal huh yep I think we had that happen in a D&D game you drew copes <laughs> yeah I wasn't a kid, but I found out that I could no longer do the worm at Matt's wedding. Oh, that is extremely <laughs> true. Yeah. What creature were you instead? Uh, the log. A beached whale. <laughs> like, <laughs> just flopping hopelessly. It was like a beached whale being hit by a taser. <laughs> it was so bad. That's a horrible place to realize you can't do the worm anymore. He just laid down and did a caterpillar. It was pretty good, yeah. Kinda. He got all wiggly. I got a video of that somewhere, I think. God, I hope not. We did the yaya. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the yaya was awesome. You know, uh, you know what? I pretty much did the yaya instead of the worm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brent. What's yours? He got bit in the face by a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we came back from Hawaii, we had brought these like lava rocks back with us from one of the volcanoes as souvenirs. And it was like years later, my mom like pulled them out of a drawer and she was like, oh, these smell horrible. Like, I'm going to just throw these away. I don't know what's wrong with them. She threw them away. But what the real thing is, is I was a little kid and for some reason I had peed on them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, (laughs) oh. And that is why they smelled so bad. That's freaking hysterical. Why? I kind of remember this, and my mom has told me I went through a stage of just peeing in all of the drawers. (laughs) You in a piss drawer? Who would do that? You got something in common with my brother. (laughs) No, no, he said when you were a kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was like 23. Yeah. (laughs) So, sorry, mom. At Matt's bachelor party, I peed on Jared's computer bag in his guest room. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and that's why I'm borrowing this laptop. I did not break your computer. No, you didn't. It was an empty bag. Where's some fun and interesting places you've peed, Aaron? Oh, I peed all over the place, but none, not usually on my own things. 
What kind of rocks did you? Was it were they ig- igneous <laughs> rocks or sedimentary or? Oh, it, my coworker pissed me off one time, and for about a week straight, I peed on his door handle to his car. <laughs> Is that true? Oh yeah, that's awesome. And this was like. I don't know, two weeks ago. That is embarrassing. <laughs> a contractor pissed Aaron off really bad, and he went and put a bunch of nails under his tire. <laughs> it, was, it was one three-inch screw. <laughs> Square tip. Scratch that. Yeah, Cut that out. There's, there's, I don't know what the statute limitations no, is. No, Mike, if you're listening, you. Mike, construction, take that. <laughs> wow, this took a weird turn. Yeah, you awoken something inside of me. Are there any other crimes anyone would like to confess <laughs> to now? I jaywalked the other day. We stole a manhole cover one time from McDonald's. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on murder? I'm going to go out on a limb and say none. All right, I'll get you guys in season two. All right. So let's go ahead. <laughs> Thank God for the apple bit. That's really going to save that intro. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> So let's go ahead and begin the game. Last week, our intrepid adventurers delved further into the secret tunnels of the Undercity. Knox found himself with some new animal party members as he relied on their help to fight a house cat, scare some guards, and unlock a door before proceeding onward. They encountered guards well-armed against magic and fled to safety in the partially crumbled portions of the tunnels. In those crumbled tunnels, they encountered a ridiculous oddity, a strange conduit like the one they found earlier, although broken and crackling with power. Unable to discern or remember anything about the light, they moved onward down the tunnel where they came across and awoke a familiar figure. Professor LaFire and also everyone's, I mean, y'all are still animals except for Knox, who's, who's an animal, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Also, Jared is like a, a eighth level wizard, officially. Yep. He's got the credential. Wizard snake, wizard snake. All right, and that's where we find ourselves. Damn it, I'm trying to sleep! What are you doing down here? What do you mean what I'm doing down here? This is where I live now. Well, we're trying to find our way through here. I didn't think you'd be living down here. When did you move here? Uh, like, like a couple weeks ago? How long's it been? Like, <laughs> I mean, like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three weeks. Maybe it's slightly longer than that. Does he say that to the crab? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wonder about that. I guess only Knox can talk to him. Well, the crab can talk to him. Oh, mentally. It's just a disembodied voice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll say, how long you live down here? Oh, ever since I died. Well, how'd you die? He thinks to himself. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know those rocks I was sleeping under? Yeah. One of them just kind of slipped and crushed my head. Uh, that seemed like a really bad place to sleep. Well, you know, that's life, right, guys? Yeah, something like that, for sure, for sure. I hiss in agreement. Uh, could you tell us where we're at? Don't you know where you are? 
I mean, I know we're underground. You came and woke me up. You're bothering me again. This is the second time you've woken me up. Don't think I forgot the first time. Well, maybe, maybe the first time you should have gotten out of bed and moved. If I remember correctly, your friend... Well, he, he looks around. Like, I guess your friend's not with you anymore. Oh no, they're all here. Your friend pushed that boulder over my head. It's probably his fault I'm dead now. Yeah, that's probably true. He tried to bury another friend of mine, too. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> but now he's the snake, so you don't have to worry about it. Also, all my friends got turned into animals. He squints with his ghostly eyes. Oh, this... The crab and snake? Yeah, and the, the bee flying around, too. Oh, well, that's really none of my concern. So if I could see you guys later, that'd be great. What do you have to do that you can't help us? Why should I help you guys? I, I don't know, because I'm not going to stop bothering you until you do. Roll perception checks for me real quick as this conversation's happening. So I know when to notify you of something. <laughs> what what do I get as a B to bust that? Uh, just roll your normal ones for skill checks. I mean, if you try an athletics check, we'll maybe take into account that you're a wasp. Nat 20. I got a 19. 18. 13. As this conversation's happening, the 19 and the 18, you can hear distant footsteps. Cope's got a nat 20. And a, oh. Yeah, what can I hear? Uh, it sounds like uh, men approaching, and they're angry. I'm going to whisper that to Knox, or message that to Knox. Hey, Knox, hey, bro, we got uh, guys coming down the hall. So that door that we just came through, did it close again after we went through it? It did not. Can it be closed, or I know it was like a magical door? Oh, yeah, the, the puzzle door or whatever it was? Yeah. Yeah, you could shut it. I'm just going to close the door. Hold on. And I do. Hey, Knox, I'll, uh... I'll hold the door, get the information we need, and I scuttle over and just put my claws against the door. <laughs> I'm going to brace the door. I feel safer already. <laughs> uh, professor, also, uh, the like, whole university's been overtaken, and there's people in the tunnels turning everyone into animals. And? <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Was that a question? No, no, it's what's happening. They're going to come in here. They're going to find you. You're a wizard. They don't like you. They're just going to probably leave someone here to annoy you, just like I'm here for the rest of your life. Oh, what are, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Kill me? Oh. <laughs> I love this guy. Jimrock loves that. He's just buzzing around, just laughing in his little bee voice. <laughs> this guy... Look, there's nothing that's happening to anyone here in this tower or this Undercity that doesn't deserve it a hundred times over, myself included. You'd be best just leaving this place altogether. Nothing good has ever happened here. Well, maybe instead of sleeping for once in your life, you could do something helpful and useful and just give me some damn information so we can leave. Oh, that sounds, that sounds like a persuasion check. How persuasive are you? If anyone want to help him, they can help him. He's a ghost, right? He's a ghost. I'll snip my claws menacingly. <laughs> You're holding the door. Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. I got a job to do. I got a six. 
Six. Roll it with advantage. I got a 12. <laughs> you came from here too. You know what this place is like. He points at you, Knox. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. So what the hell are you doing here? Why should I do anything that lets you stay here longer? You'll just end up like me. And the ones down below if you stay here. Well, do you want me to stay in this room and keep bothering you? He thinks about that. <laughs> because we either move on or we just stay here. And I can talk. I'll just tell you about my whole life story. I'll get my buddy Flargobuns here on the crystal and he will just tell you everything. Oh, we should just leave the, the stone here. <laughs> you can hear uh, footsteps getting closer down from the hallway on the other side of the door. It sounds like they're pretty close. It's like, how about I just let those guys come up here? They'll probably kill you. I'll phase into a wall ghost style. And then, uh, and then my problem is solved. Joke's on you. They can't get through this door. Not while I'm holding it. <laughs> now I could be persuaded to help you if you do something for me. What do you need? Oh, no, no. You got to agree to it first. Screw it. Yeah. Okay. We need help. I'm, I'm not in the best spot. I'll help you out. It's like, all right. I guess they agree too. You're just snapping your claws up there, Copes. No, I'm holding the door. You're holding the door closed still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. It doesn't matter what they do. <clears throat> well, maybe you can do something good. All right. Follow me. All right. Let's go. What are you going to do, Copes? You're holding the door, apparently. Where's he going? He leads to the far edge of the room. This room seems to be solid all the way around, but he leads you to a far corner, and he chants a short incantation, which causes the stones of the wall to open up, revealing a small tunnel. Oh, I'm scuttling through the tunnel. Then. I mean, they're going to get in if I let go of the door. <laughs> we'll put a small crab-sized rock against the door, so... Right. You can hear the footsteps approaching more closely by the second as he leads you away. Let's just do one roll, Copes. I mean, you're holding the door. Okay, yeah. A bunch of figures slam into the door. Oh, yeah. Is this a strength check? <laughs> yeah, strength check. Here we go. Oh, no. 18! 18! <laughs> okay. That's about as good as it's going to get, bro. Yeah, probably. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a roll, dude. There's more than one, so they have advantage. All right, Oops. what does it look like as you're holding the door closed? They slam into it, and you're locked into a battle of strength between the figures on the other side and yourself. The others are moving towards the far wall, towards where Professor LaFire is. What does the scene on your side look like? Uh, my little stalk eyes are bulging, and I'm just scuttling with fury against the onslaught. Of the humans against the door. Oh, like your legs are just like moving constantly on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Kicking up dust. Are there feet through the door at all? They're starting to push the door open. It's inevitable that they're going to bust through. I can't hold this for too much longer, Knox. I'm going to grab him with Mage Hand and pull him into the tunnel with us. Yeah. <laughs> As the door slams open and several figures wielding wands burst into the room brandishing them as the four of you what retreat into the tunnel do i get an action here do you get an action here yeah well if if someone else can have an action if they want one i want one 
Yeah, no, this is your scene. All right. <laughs> I just want to blast those wands into the ceiling of that room. Oh, okay. I like that idea. All right. You hold up your little crab claws, each one holding. <laughs> I forgot you. <laughs> each one holding a wand as you blast the ceiling, causing rubble to tumble down to the ground. The ceiling of the room cracks and shatters, littering the room with rubble and forcing the pursuers to hang back as they angrily yell. All right. You guys head into those tunnels? Yep. Yeah. Nice thinking, Copes. Thanks for the hand, bro. Am I just floating behind him in a blue hand? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It can pick up like five pounds. So I like to think I'm just like orbiting, like just drifting, <laughs> like slowly spinning around, like <laughs> off my axis. Like, <laughs> I really should have used that with Thrasher instead of grabbing him with my owl. All right. I was going to say you all have to crouch down, but I think not even Nox has to. I feel like a god in this area. Yeah. You feel the the tunnels rumbling, and you maybe even worry about the safety of this tunnel itself as little bits of, like, stone mortar fall down from the ceiling of this tiny tunnel as uh, it leads deeper into the secret tunnels of the Undercity. It's featureless, and it just descends downward until it begins just spiraling downward further and further. There's not a single break in the tunnel, as you're just led ahead by Professor LaFire, who just kind of leisurely floats along through the tunnel. When we went into this tunnel, did it close up behind us? It didn't close, but the rubble probably did something to it. Without turning around and turning back, you can't be sure. Right. Where's this this taking us to, Professor? Uh, He he doesn't answer. It's like, well, he does answer. (laughs) You'll see when we get there. You'll see what we've done. Okay. And you eventually arrive at the bottom of the, of this, the small crawl space tunnel. It opens up. You come to a stone block, which he gestures for you to push out of the way. No incantation for this side. Gotta take some muscle. All right, well, I'm just the man for the job. I, I push. You push? Make a roll. Do I have to roll for that? Yeah, you have to make a roll for this one. <laughs> Can I help? Yeah, I, I was hoping everyone would help. <laughs> Let's go, team. All right, we're helping. Oh, strength check. I'm still staying wrapped around your foot, though, so I'm just kind of... I got a 16. Nat 20. <laughs> hey. All right, Nox and Snake and Wasp and Crab push themselves up against the stone, <laughs> heaving with all their might. This is the strongest crab I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they do say crabs are hard to get rid of, you know? Oh! I'm just like a yoked crab. just like <laughs> As you slowly push the stone out of the way. What do I get for my nat 20? Uh, you, you just dig your claw into it, and then just like fling it to the side. Yes, <laughs> none of us did anything. You dig both claws in there, and then just like heave the stone upward, <laughs> <laughs> or just crab walk, and it's stuck on your crab claws. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> Knox thinks to himself, why is Cope sneaking everywhere? 
coats. This is not the time to be stealthy. We gotta move. All right, you emerge into what must be an enormous stone room. It's just barely lit, just barely lit by this luminous green lichen that grows across the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Giving you an idea, the lichen must be 200 feet up. Oh, wow. A noxious smell fills this room, and it's not from Nox this time. That's a first. Fun fact, bees don't have a sense of smell. Oh, you're good then. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm in the corner chatting up a beetle. But snakes smell with their tongues, so Thrasher's really not enjoying it. Uh. <laughs> it's like a deeply humid atmosphere, like almost mucky, swampy. And it's filled with the smell of rot. Oh, what is that smell? Are you... I don't know. Is anybody? Is there anybody here? I mean, there's only one person he can talk to who's going to respond to that. Yeah. You've really turned this into the uh, Knox and Cope show. Well, you guys, all the animals can talk to each other. I reach up and tug on Knox's uh, tunic. Hey, hey, Knox. Yeah. Can I get back on your head? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Scoop me back up there. A crab toupee. <laughs> um, is there anything in this room? looking around you see kind of the the silhouettes of it's hard to tell what they are there seem to be like these pillars that are placed at even intervals throughout the room but the light is not bright enough for you to discern what what any of them are i know you said it was kind of mucky is there water on the floor or no but there's like this vague slickness to the ground wasn't me guys i didn't grease anything let's go uh let's go check out the columns one for each of us. I don't know if you said there were four. I slither to a column. I ride Knox. All right. You head over there? Yep. You got dark vision, I guess? Is that right? Yes, I do. You approach one of the pillars. It looks like it's it's made out of some strange greenish-tinted metal topped with these bulbs of glass. It looks like the bulbs are about three feet tall themselves. Uh, you want to peek inside? It looks like this one is full of something. Yeah. You can see... Oh, it looks like mangled human remains. Hmm. And these are on top of the columns, you said? Yeah. You want me to blast one open? Uh, maybe. Hold on. Uh, Professor, why are these... Why are these things full of body parts? He said, I never... I never really understood what they were doing here myself. I knew they were dabbling with some kind of power. I don't know if it was evil, but it was certainly great. I never agreed with the things they were doing down here. I think that's part of why I was left behind. Truth be told, most of us wizards here probably deserve whatever happens to us, myself included. Anyway, this isn't what I wanted to show you. I'll explain more. We need to return your friends to their normal selves. They'll start to forget if they stay like this too long. Yes, please. Okay. I I would really appreciate the help. He seems a a whole lot different now that you've gotten down here. He's got kind of a different air about him. Gone is kind of like the the rambunctious side. He seems kind of somber. Follow me this way. Leads you along one of the walls and be quiet. 
He, he leads you around the edge of the room. Remember, he asked you to walk quietly. Which I think is pretty easy for everybody at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're all just such tiny creatures. And I want everyone to roll perception checks. The king of the perception check. 18. You're so good at those. 3. Do I get a 17? A 19. Alright, so... Everyone would see this. It looks like there's like some vague movement in the shadows along the walls close to the ceiling. 200 feet up? Yeah, like it looks like something is moving up there, like along the walls. It's almost like shadows twisting and moving. You never get a good sense of what it is that you're seeing up there, but it, it just looks like there's movement. Oh gosh, guys, it looks like something's something's moving around up there. And I understand humans, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you can talk to everyone except Nox. Okay. Damn. All right. I shout to Nox. And I fly up to the ceiling to take a look at it. Oh, nice. I didn't even think about you doing that. Okay. That's cool. All right. Fly up there. Something that Brent gets that excited about you going to check out is probably not good for you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty scared. <laughs> he said, oh, cool, yeah. You're going to get squished. You fly up there, and as you approach, it's a very odd look. It looks like the wall is boiling. You see little bubbles emerging just slightly from the stone, looking like made out of pure rock before popping into dust, which falls lightly to the ground. It's like the wall is churning and roiling and bubbling. And after a few moments, you see that it stops. And although you see like a few little pock marks in the wall, the wall doesn't look any different. All right. I uh, take a quick look around. Do I see anything else? Is it happening elsewhere or anything like that? That's a good question. Now that you're looking for it, you do see that there are a few other spots around the room bubbling the same way. All right. I fly back down to... Uh, the crab and the snake. Copes. Um, there's a magic wall up there. I think. What's it look like? Mm, like a bunch of bubbles, and it's just popping. Bubbles. Yeah, and then dust is coming out. Uh, I relay that information or not, Professor? I think your walls are boiling or something. And, and, oh, gosh, <laughs> this place is so weird. I want to sting the professor. <laughs> well, he's a ghost, so uh, weird things have always happened here, and it's only gotten worse. I don't, I don't understand the magics that they were screwing with down here, but it's not good. Whatever it was. Okay, well, maybe we just need to move quickly. He leads you further along the wall. There's an opening in the wall. It takes a sharp left. And as soon as you take that left, you see that this tunnel is lined with those metal pipes that you saw previously. And the air in this hallway, like, audibly hums as you pass through it. Ooh, Dimrock likes that. He tries to <laughs> harmonize. Mm. <laughs> I want to look in one of those tubes. It's like the solid metal ones that line the ship just like them. Mm. 
Knox, hit the thing. <laughs> There's not a thing to hit, is there? There's tubes, Knox. Hit them. I tap on a tube with the tip of my sword. You hear like a piercing ring just fills the, the hallway for just a moment before subsiding. Oh, I didn't like that. Don't touch it. I didn't I didn't touch it. Okay. <laughs> Why can't we touch it? We gotta touch it at the right time. Okay. <laughs> Not too soon. It'll be over too quick. <laughs> Jesus. Follow me this way. Maybe you saw a room like this before. The room opens up. And you see a similar device to the one you saw previously, like that uh, coiling metal tube that you saw that transformed you all into animals. This one is topped with a vaguely translucent blue bulb at the top. A little bit of light is shining through it. It's giving off this pale blue light that just barely seeps through. But you can see like a churning, a roiling, a bubbling mass of something inside of it. The other room is otherwise completely dark. Copes, Copes, that's what it looks like. That's what, exactly what the wall looks like. All those bubbles. Okay, I'm gonna skitter up and touch it. You skitter up. When you touch this one, you don't you don't feel any vibration. At all. At all. Uh, ever since they left, no one's come down here in a while. At least I hope nobody has. This one was allowed to go dormant. How do we activate it? I'm not sure how they work. They had they had books that gave them ideas on how to interact with it. You can get a lot of effects out of it, apparently. I, I know you I know you'll need to use this if you wanna return your friends back to normal. Are there any books around here? I hate to remind you, but you picked up one such book. Okay, I know I grabbed some stuff from that room, so... Um, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I got some books from another room down down below. Uh, maybe maybe it's got some information in it. Uh, and I'll pull the book out and look over it. Alright, it seems to be a logbook, almost, where each line starts with just a sequence of numbers, like some kind of formula. And then in the next column over, it describes like the type of effects that they managed to achieve. It looks like turning things into animals was a very common reaction to whatever these experiments were. Looks like people died using some of these methods. It says that people were transformed a number of times into different things, but they're not always listed. But they are listed whether the result was... Uh, death different effects like size changing like a teleportation movement of different types what is it you're looking for here Um, I'd like to find if there's anything on reverting or undoing some sort of effect so roll an investigation check it's a nine so it doesn't talk much about reversing the effects but well, I don't know. I wish I wish I put it up to a roll, and now I feel like I shouldn't tell you. <laughs> you just get rid of that roll. No. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Does it say anything about activating it? Because obviously the other one was just touched and this one doesn't seem to have that same effect. So it talks about a specific tool that was used. It's like a wand looking device with two prongs. And that's not what Crab Copes is wielding right now, is it? No, he's just got two wands. <laughs> was that a joke or a hint? Okay, so it looks like they activated it with some sort of tool that we don't have. But it does kind of look like two wands, which we do have. I know what you're thinking, bro. I shoot it with both my wands. <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. Okay, well, one of them's a fireball wand, so... Is that what you were thinking, Matt? Not exactly. <laughs> Let's roll a D100. <laughs> so good at finding As the fire is like, no, what are you doing? 59. All right, you see that the ground begins to ripple outward. The floor begins to shake, and you feel like your feet are just vaguely sinking into the ground itself. The floor continues to rock and wave, almost like the surface of the ocean, for about a minute before it settles back into place and then stops. Should I do it again? I like the enthusiasm, but maybe not just shooting fireballs at things. You said two wands. I have two wands. Yeah, but I said like a key or a tool. You know, straight line, quickest way kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't think that's going to work. Should I try again? (laughs) Just hold on a second. Uh, Professor, I don't know if you have any idea about this tool that they used or where we could possibly get one. Well, maybe there's one somewhere around here. Uh, Maybe one of you sneaky ones can go find it. Or actually, I could probably do it. Yeah, you're a ghost. Yeah, it'll be really easy for me. (laughs) Why don't you guys try to discern what the book says? I'll be right back. I'll look for it. Okay. Right before he leaves, he's like, if they didn't list how to reverse it, they probably thought it'd be obvious for some reason. Just a thought. I touched it. What does it look like again? It's like a spiral metal tube topped with a glass dome that is just barely translucent with a bit of light shining through. Does it have a lid? It does not. Can I get inside of the spiral? No. We could hit it. That works like on the ship. Yeah, hit it, bro. That seemed to interrupt the flow of it last time downstairs. Oh, the fire said that we weren't hitting the right spot, so try it here. Okay. Uh, this will either kill you or save you. Call the shot. And then I swing. <laughs> All right, you hit it. Roll a D100. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to roll a 100, and then he'll have to give us something good. That'd be awesome if you did. 72. I mean, we could lie to the people. They can't see what I rolled. Right. <laughs> so you you strike it. What are you, what are you striking it with? Just your dagger, right? Uh, yeah, like the butt of the dagger. With a heavy ringing sound that fills the room. Copes, Thrasher, and Demarok, you start to feel your bodies change in some way. Your crab arms elongate. You start to form tiny little snipper fingers. Ooh. Thrasher, you're... Why am I forming snipper fingers? Oh, did I say Thrasher? That was Copes that did that. <laughs> yeah, I was joking. <laughs> Thrash, your viper body grows an ass. 
<laughs> and little arms start to sprout out of the side of your body. Oh, poor Knox. This is going to be nightmare fuel. <laughs> Snakes with arms. It's just like the brain blade. Demarok, your bulbous insectoid head begins to swell in size and you find yourself unable to continue to hold up your body with your flight as you fall to the ground. (laughs) No! No! The sound rings out, but you don't continue transforming. No! Hit it again! (laughs) Yes, please! Kill me! That didn't go according to plan. Yeah, I'm getting flying. Okay, I hit it again. Do they keep growing? With another strike, you refine the tone a little bit further, giving it a little bit more of a, like, a lower-pitched sound, and their bodies begin reverting back into animals. The ass pulls back in. What the fuck? I'm glad this is such a common sense problem. Oh, it's a tuning fork. We need a higher pitch. We need the correct pitch. Okay. Sing at it. I sing at it. Okay. Really high. Uh, Higher. (laughs) Higher. Do it. All right. Let's say... uh, (laughs) <laughs> Go on, Matt. Do it. Sing Take On Me. Oh! <laughs> That's pretty good. He sings the brown note, and we all shitter. <laughs> yeah. So what it sounds like you're doing is you're trying to like find that exact right pitch. Yeah. By maybe monitoring the monstrous transformations of your allies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the, what's the, Christina Aguilera thing yeah, with the yeah. hand as it goes up and down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. As your three allies, are you guys screaming or something like that? Is this horrible for you guys? Or Constantly, yes. <laughs> it is horrible, yes. Horrible pain. It's pretty normal for me. Mine's a buzz and a scream in and out. Zzzz! <laughs> I'm on Nox's head while all this is happening. <laughs> as you slowly transform bit by bit as he correctly ascertains the pitch. Give us the sound of you finding that pitch and then leveling off. Dang it. I already did this once. Yeah, now do it good, though. Do the hand, too. I'm not the bard. Do the hand. Yeah, do the hand. That's right. All right, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Let me get some water and some whiskey, maybe. <laughs> Might help you. I don't have enough whiskey. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, you guys just, oh, you guys turn back into yourselves finally. Roll a d20 for me. Me? Yeah, just for some bonus. Do I, can I roll performance? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, I like that. 18. All right, you can give him an extra finger if you want. Make our dicks an inch longer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you could shrink mine a little bit, it'll be way easier to deal with. (laughs) More manageable. You want to make them all a little bit shorter, Knox? Yes. (laughs) Three inches shorter. 
<laughs> You're a monster. No! I'm gonna have an any. You get some kind of intuitive sense for a little bit of it. And you, you turn them back, maybe just level off like right a bit before. So they're all slightly shorter than they would be otherwise. No! <laughs> How slightly shorter am I? I need to change the height that I have written on my character sheet now. Two inches shorter. Join the club. Oh, man. I'm six foot flat. Still taller than I am in real life. As all of you return to your natural forms. Yes, it worked. The power was inside of me all the time. Nice job, bro. Thrasher runs over to Copes and grabs him by both shoulders with his eyes just massively wide, bulging out of his head. Why would you do that on purpose? Do what, bro? <laughs> Demi's like checking his pockets, make sure he still has everything. Did I have that dog in my bag still? I don't know what you're talking about. No dog. That got cut out of the episode. Fine. He, is, he does reach in there and he's like looking for a snack. He's like, so glad I keep these apples on me <laughs> no no there's a guy in your bag now <laughs> hey Brent to be fair th- there is a sable and a raccoon with us <laughs> no the sable didn't the sable distracted the people no they left oh uh, did the raccoon leave hey is Groot still with us I didn't know the raccoon came with you he was a hat on the puppet <laughs> Oh, yeah. We never really talked about the puppet. Damn, I totally <laughs> forgot to mention the puppet. Damn. No, he was behind us the whole time. Yeah, he's been behind you the whole time. Yeah. He probably couldn't fit through the tunnel. He probably got chopped to death by those wizards. Well, I mean, it makes sense that you guys forget about him. I don't think he's here. Okay. He probably couldn't have climbed that tunnel. He's back with all the animals. It's good. I, I had plans for him anyway. Those still happen. Okay, he's back with the animals, that's fine. I know your plan. Alright, some time passes in here after you've reverted back to your mostly normal shapes. It's been a while since the fire returned. 20 minutes, say. What fire? Hey, uh, is he coming back? Uh, He's a wild card. Did he go back into the room we came from? Yes. I think we should probably go check it out. Let's go. Let's go, guys. As Demi's walking, he just keeps flapping his arms for some reason. <laughs> oh, he's just trying to shake it off. Oh, the fuck. Oh. Did you say something, Demi? Not, no, nope, nothing, nothing. So you emerge back into that large cavernous room, dimly lit with the green lichen on the ceiling, filled with these weird pillars, one of which was full of a mangled corpse. What are you guys doing? Do I still have my two wands? Yeah, you still have your two wands. Hey, Thrash, you want to see if we can get some light in here and maybe we can uh, check this area out a little better? Don't use a torch! I refuse to use torches. I pull out my sword. Alright, you pull out your sword, shining some light in your near radius. You don't see any movement in the room. You just see these pillars filling it. There's no sign of Professor LaFire anywhere. Professor, are you in here? You hear the clattering of something off in the other end of the room. 
almost in response to your calling out. Head that way. You start trudging through the room. You being quiet at all? Trudge, trudge, trudge. No. You not being quiet at all? I mean, I'm not being... I'm not being intentionally loud. Alright, as you pass by more of these pillars, you see that each of them is filled with a different horrific sight. Looks like some of them have people in them. Some of them look like animals. They're all in bad shape. They're all in various states of some kind of horrific scene. Did they look alive? None of them look alive. We gotta get these guys out of here. These corpses? They may not be corpses. Can I throw a rock at one of them? Yeah, throw a rock. Okay, I throw a rock. Using your crab strength. Oh, I'm a human again, or a satyr. Well, I know, but your crab strength was much more. Oh, that's so true. All right, I turn back into a crab. (laughs) 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 All right, you see that when your stone strikes it, it lights up briefly, and then each of the pillars in a ring around it light up as that one dims and it's almost like a ripple passing through water each of the pillars lights up and then fades we have to hit these in the right order you hear another crashing in the distance of the room it sounds like whatever it is is getting closer oh oh i think i can do this demi why are you still buzzing what are you talking about everybody take take a place in front of one of the pillars each okay okay i do Nice, I'm doing it. All right, all right, all right. Um, Knox, you hit yours first. All right, I got it. I hit it. What happens? Uh, roll a d100 for me. I hit it. <laughs> me or Knox? No. Nah. That makes sense. 57. Nice, bro. Good job. Am I doing it? Yeah, you're doing great. All of the pillars light up for just a brief moment, and then all of them go out except for the one that you struck. You see the ground begins to ripple, just like you saw before when you struck the other device, and something begins rising out of the floor. It's a person? Good call, Demi. They look like they're made out of stone. They hold out their hand, attempting to grasp at you, their mouth wordlessly saying something. Oh crap, no, no, hit it again! Hit it again, Nox! No, no, I think this is just like, just like the doll. Yeah, talk to it. Hello, good sir. What are you doing out here? And I shake his hand. Oh lord, here we go. We're all gonna die. No! (laughs) That's not what we're supposed to do? As you go to shake its hand, it grabs a hold of your hand and begins squeezing really hard. Ow! What are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna make an attack roll against you. God damn it. This is toxic masculinity. You don't have to shake a hand like that. Since <sighs> you let him shake your hand, he's got advantage. <laughs> Alright, you take six damage. Your hand is crushed by this stone thing. It, it doesn't let go. You see the ground rippling around you as other figures begin rising from it. Dimrock runs over to Knox's spire and hits it hard with his drumstick. Hits it hard? Yeah. I don't like the way he said that. I didn't either, but I already said it. <laughs> I don't like the look on Brent's face every time we do something down here. <laughs> you strike it again, and 
the other pillars nearby begin lining up, and you see figures rising from the stone itself. Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! He starts drumming on that thing. Okay, well, if you're going to do it like that... This is the weirdest TPK ever. I'm trying to turn it off! As you see, the, the pillars begin lighting up, rippling outward, just like before, but he's creating like this interference pattern with each successive strike. The ground is just this rippling, roiling, wavy, massive movement as figures rise from it. They initially have their own singular forms. Some of them are people, some of them are animals. You even see like an owl bear in there. <sighs> Some magical creatures. Alberto. As they begin reaching for you, trying to trudge through this liquid-like stone to get you. But in his repeated hits, they begin melding together into something else. Is it working? Is it? Am I doing it? Uh, fuck it, just double down. I start kicking the one next to me. Uh, and, uh, Guys, everybody! Thrasher, you're our most powerful wizard. What's happening? An enormous figure now rising from the stone. As that thing's rising up, I think Dimrock just turns and like he bows to it and just starts worshiping. Is it still holding my hand? Is it the, like the one thing I was holding hands with that's growing bigger and bigger? Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Hey, you guys think this is like a god of rock or something? <laughs> he hits his pillar again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good news. I don't think whatever's in the corner of the room is as big of an issue anymore. Yeah, basically took care of that, right? That is one way to put it. All right. The hulking figure rises from the roiling stone, its rocky hide forming into a monstrous body covered in overlapping stone plates. The top of its form shifts and shapes itself into a monstrous skull where small protrusion-like bones burst from its back, forming skeletal wings. As it looms over the four of you, the stone on its head suddenly splits and cracks open, revealing hundreds of eyes where the stone once was. It's what you could call a face splits suddenly, and as it opens its monstrous mouth, you just hear thousands of voices scream. Is that... Ariana Granite? Ooh.
Hey guys, uh, we just want to thank y'all for listening to the episode this week. <laughs> oh, so that's what it sounded like. Okay, it is funny. I don't know how you did this, Brent. I thought about it all day. Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the episode, come follow us over on Twitter, on Facebook. We've got a Discord. You can come, hop in, chat with us, eat some snacks. It's not a very crunchy apple. Get close. <laughs> we release every Thursday, midnight, so make sure you're waiting for it. We'll be on all your favorite streaming services. Spotify, Google, Apple. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget to join us every week on Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. What is the weirdest joke idea you've ever had, Brent. I took the first bite of that apple and almost died. It was a huge bite. I was trying to make it loud. Alright, but if that dog is, if you have a dog in your bag, if that is that going to get cut out? Because I'm not going to play off of it, if so. Yeah, it's getting cut out. It's going to get cut out. Please cut it. All of it? There's some good stuff in there. There was no good stuff in there. I said, I'm scavenging for dinner to keep us all alive. Tomato, potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that would be great with dog. Mm, oh. Like a, a moosh boosh. No, no.